0: Hello welcome to the Friday, May 27th, 2016 edition of the Sands and its Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Seattle, Washington. Xavier published today a diary about how to identify connections coming from Tor exit nodes. This has been a problem for some sites that experienced a lot of attacks emerging from the Tor network. Of course, there are other VPNs out there that have similar effects, but one of the advantages of Tor is that there are published lists of exit nodes, so it's relatively easy to identify them them while some of the other VPN solutions do sort of go out of their way to make it difficult to identify their exit points. Another problem with Tor can also be that users in your network are using it in order to evade egress policies. Identifying outbound Tor connections cannot be done via the exit nodes. However, usually you can identify them by looking for SL connections with specific certificates used by Tor. And speaking about Tor, the next version of Tor, also known as Proposal 224, has been successfully tested for the first time. In this particular test, multiple servers were stood up with uh, the new software running. And then they actually intentionally took down some of these servers during critical phases of the protocol. And the network, as they say, behaved as expected now one interesting feature that this new version of tor includes is a distributed random number generator generating good random numbers is always a big challenge and in this case one way this challenge is addressed by actually having multiple systems cooperate to come up with a good random numbers so the idea here is that whatever bias a particular system has in generating random numbers the other systems will make up for it we'll have to see how this will work out in a real life network and whether or not this distributed random number system can be used somehow against Tor But if it works, then this idea may actually have some applicability beyond the Tor network itself. And the way this new version of Tor works, it will be somewhat backward compatible with the old one. So it's not that it will be sort of a quick cut over from the old to the new one, but the two will be able to coexist as part of one large network. And prices for DDoS for Hire service are dropping. A year ago, according to Imperva, the price was around $30 an hour. And this dropped now to about half of that, to $19 an hour. And some of these stress testers, as they're often advertised, have been seen for as low as $5 Per hour, These testers are often marketed as a stress tester for your own web application, but then again, they hardly ever verify whether or not the application you're testing is actually your own application, so they're often then being abused in order to launch distributed denial-of-service attacks. Now, it's not clear whether the price has dropped because it has just become easier to launch these attacks or whether the demand for these attacks has been somewhat reduced. I certainly have heard less in the news about large denial of service attacks lately, even though they certainly still happen. And advanced persistent threat groups, as they're sometimes called, are not necessarily always using the latest and greatest exploits. I talked earlier this week about how, for example, this month's flash vulnerability has already been abused by malvertisements. On the other hand it looks like some of these advanced persistent threat groups are still using Microsoft office vulnerabilities that are 6 months and older. In the end it doesn't really matter. The advanced part of an advanced persistent threat usually more speaks to the reconnaissance that goes into launching the attack than the actual exploit being used in the attack. If they find out that an old exploit like this works then why not what really makes a difference here is how the exploit is delivered to the victim what kind of ruses for example are being used in order to trick the victim on into clicking on to the document and then of course also opening it So in the end, an older exploit in the right email message will still be very successful. And certainly if it's more a matter of writing the right message than actually using the latest exploit. Well, that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again on Monday. Bye.